Women in Leadership brought to you by Heron Code, the management consultancy for what happens next. For more information, you can visit heroncode.com. In this podcast, we will be talking to female leaders of today to inspire the leaders of tomorrow. You have to be precise, very specific to the amount that you can imagine yourself in that situation that you dream to be in. When I say modesty, I mean crushing every bit of ego that anyone has. And I'll tell you what's my sanity check when it comes to modesty. There is so much things that are waiting for me when I go home. I wouldn't be present with you at the moment. So let's handle everything when it comes. So being present is very, very important. You know what? You reach a point where you're reflecting on the spot. You reach a point where you see a pattern and then you're like, ah, I'm living it at the moment. Believe that there is some greater force is taking care of everything. Mm -hmm. To me, that's Allah. The first lesson I I learned about consistency was to do my bed, because I never did my bed. (laughs) (laughs) Women in Leadership brought to you by Heron Code. Welcome back to another episode of the Herring Code Women and Leadership Podcast. Uh, look, this episode is super exciting. We're switching things up because for the first time, we are bringing back a guest from season one. We are joined by Ezra Al-Sharif, who is the first and youngest female to ever be in top management within IKEA, Saudi and Bahrain. She's also recently been recognized by the Economic Times as one of the top 50 most iconic and influential HR leaders in the Middle East. On top of that, being recognized by Business Chief Magazine to be one of the top 10 HR female leaders in Saudi. Esra, welcome back to the Heron Code podcast. Hi, how are you? <laughs> it's so good to be back. It's so good to see you, Nimi. Um, a lot of things has changed. A lot of great and amazing things has happened also for yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's so good to see you again. It's so good to be here. You know, it was soon, as soon as I heard you were going to be on season two, I was mm. thrilled because uh. <laughs> I've seen your journey and we follow each other on socials, yes. on LinkedIn, on everything. Yeah. It's so amazing to see someone's journey excel in such a short amount of time. So for those of you who don't know much about Esra, Mm -hmm. I'd love for you to just give us a quick synopsis. I mean, they could go back to season one and listen to our episode because I think that would be an amazing episode for you all to listen to. Mm -hmm. But Esra, for you, the youngest female to ever be in top management within IKEA, Saudi and Bahrain. That did not happen overnight. Can you quickly just give us an idea? (laughs) I I mean, I'm asking for a lot right now, but (laughs) how did that happen? Um, I think... It happened by persistence. Mm. Um, so we spoke a lot about that in our, in season one. There's a full episode about it yes. in details. So I urge everybody if they're mm. if they're interested to see it. Mm. But I think if I want to sum summarize that, I think it's persistent. Mm. I think it's belief that it's possible that you can do it, mm-hmm. and I think it's consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, I that is what I think is 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 how it gets done. Um, I think. In my journey, when I reflect back, I always say that, yes, all of that also worked for me, but I also think I was lucky. Mm-hmm. I think I was always in the right time with the right people at the right place. Mm-hmm. And that also helped a lot in in my movements and my career. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot 
a lot of reflection has happened since our last uh, episode. Yeah. Especially with all the things that has been happening with me. Like so many things has happened mm-hmm. in, in, eight, in eight, nine months. And there's a lot of reflections that I've been having ever since about really what are the what are considered to be the key success. Mm, and, and let's dig into that yeah. because I've said it at the in your introduction, but I'll say it again. Recognized mm. by the Ec- Economic Times as the top HR leaders in the Middle East and then the top 10 female HR leaders in Saudi by Business Chief magazine. We've spoken about the recipe to success. Mm-hmm. Now you've had time to reflect on mm-hmm. all these incredible accolades the last mm-hmm. eight to nine months. What have you come to fruition in in your mind as to the last eight to nine months and do you believe there is a recipe to your success absolutely Mm. before I share with you my recipe of success I want to say one thing which is extremely important for all the listeners I think one of the things that people always do is that they think there is one size fits all kind of recipe what I'm about to share with you are my recipe of success when I sat down and I thought about it, I, I only thought about it when I was asked the question. I never had a blueprint that told me that was the recipe. Mm. I had to learn it my way, in my own journey. And that was mine. Mm-hmm. It was my journey. It could work. I think it could work with other people. But if it doesn't, it's okay. Yeah. Everyone is entitled to have their own recipe of success. Mm-hmm. Mine has been working beautifully for me. When I sat down and I wrote them down, there were 10. So there were 10 points, which I believe were my recipe of success. I will tell you about number one. I think the first recipe of success is having the right intentions. Always. That's number one for me. Mm -hmm. The intention to be able to do whatever it is to give back. Mm -hmm. The intention to do whatever is best for your surrounding, for your for, for whoever is around you. And that can be anything and it can be as big as, as the world. Mm-hmm. But so long you have that intention, that's your first starting point. Mm. And then everything comes after that. That was me. So I've always, when I reflect back, I think I've always wanted to do what's best for people around me. Mm-hmm. That was my intention. Mm. And where does that where does that service come from? Because mm. it is an active service to not yeah. just your community, your business community, your personal community. Where did that come from within you? To be honest, I really don't know. Mm. I think it's a human instinct. I think I didn't create it. I feel every human being is born with that instinct. We all have that love to give. Now, if others don't do it, they have their different reasons. Mm-hmm. But we're born to give. We're born to, to provide. We're born to benefit others. And if you really take a, you know, take, go outside a little bit mm-hmm. and look at the world, you'll always find that someone is benefiting another someone or a group of people or an organization or a country. Mm-hmm. There is always a benefit that's coming out. And that's, I believe, that's the pure reason of our existence. So... I should have the intention to, to do that. So yes, I'm born with it, but I should intend and want to intend that I want to do this mm-hmm. for the people. This, is, this, is, this was my number one. Mm-hmm. My number two, and I get asked a lot about that as well, which is have a purpose. 
And now I know a lot of people who are listening to me right now, they're going to tell me, but I don't have one mm-hmm. or I, d- I really don't know what's mine. Create one. Create one. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't have one, create a temporary one. Have something for the time being, something that could keep you going mm-hmm. because that will help you unfold another purpose. Mm-hmm. So have a purpose because that's our drive in life. Number three. Mm-hmm. Know what you want. And that is step three, because once you know what you want, whatever, how, how, however, the dreams are big and you feel the road is long. When you know what you want, you can always do it in smaller steps until you reach. And one day you'll find yourself there and you don't even know that. You, how did you do it? But mm. you know exactly what you want. You have to be precise, very specific. To the, to, the, to, the, to the amount that you can imagine yourself in that situation mm-hmm. that you dream to be in. Mm. And that is extremely important. Number four, and that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Actually, they're all my favorite. I'll take that back. <laughs> Number four is modesty. Mm-hmm. And when I say modesty, I mean crushing every bit of ego that anyone has. And I'll tell you what's my sanity check when it comes to modesty. And I've learned that's the hard way. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, from, yeah. from our last episode. Mm-hmm. When we talk about modesty, my sanity check is to remind myself whenever I get anything, such as this recognition mm-hmm. that I'm grateful for, mm-hmm. that nothing belongs to me, that everything I have mm-hmm. and everything I own I don't really own. I'm grateful for it, but I don't own it. Mm-hmm. And I can challenge every person today that everything they have today doesn't belong to them. Mm-hmm. And it be it your car, be it your clothes, be it your house, sometimes it's going to go away. Mm-hmm. It can go away. And when you remind yourself that you only have yourself at the end of the day, that keeps you grounded mm. and modest, mm. which takes me to the fifth one, mm-hmm. curiosity. When you're modest, you can be curious. You cannot be curious if you're not modest. Yeah. Curiosity means I have to go around, do whatever it takes to learn. Whatever opportunity comes on my table, I shouldn't say no to it. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that's not my job. Or I'm okay with just knowing this. Or I'm lazy to know. I think whatever question you have, be curious to find out. Learn it. Ask, watch, study, learn, um, read, and, and, and do whatever it takes mm-hmm. for you to, to take the highest level of knowledge at something. Mm. And after that, I would say... Consistency. Mm-hmm. Consistency is extremely important because we often get tired. We all wake up in the morning that day mm-hmm. and we all feel at that point that I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. And maybe that day is the day you're that close to your dream. And you have to be consistent. Take a break. Mm-hmm. It's fine. But be consistent. And 
don't get tired mm -hmm. because it is the big dream. Mm -hmm. So be consistent. If you wake up at 7 a.m., wake up at 7 a.m. every day. I, I actually learned, the first lesson I, I learned about consistency was to do my bed. Because mm. I never did my bed. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it kind of sets the tone for the day, doesn't yes. it? It's, a, it's, a, it's the first movement of discipline yes. of the day. Absolutely. And <clears throat> I told myself, I'm going to do this for 30 days. And today, if you tell me, can you go anywhere before you do your bed when you wake up? Absolutely not. The moment I open my eyes, I have some rituals before I get out of bed. Mm -hmm. But then the moment I set my feet on the floor, I do my bed. Mm. It becomes a habit. Mm -hmm. Second nature. So that's what the consistency does. Mm -hmm. After that, I would say create a balance. Because you cannot be consistent all the time working you can, you also need to be consistent with the right balance mm -hmm. and that's why it comes next you need to i, I spoke about that about one of my podcasts when it talked about, about well-being mm -hmm. and mental health yeah so for you to create the balance you need to have a very balanced wheel of life when it comes to your you know wheel of life mm -hmm. for people who don't know what wheel of life is is talking about family talking about relationships talking about work money health mm -hmm. spiritual yeah. so that's a wheel of life and creating an imbalance of any of that could harm your dream mm -hmm. so make sure you have you have a sanity check about your balance draw a life that creates that balance for you so consistency can also become easy mm. After that, I would say find a mentor and a coach. Mm -hmm. Mentor slash coach. There's two different things, but find someone. Mm -hmm. And I say that openly. I have my own mentors in different topics, and I have my own coaches mm -hmm. in different topics in my career and my personal life. They help me a lot to stay present, to focus to direct me. I cannot do things on my own. Mm. And anyone who says they can do it on their own, if they did, it's short term. Mm. You need the help. We all need the help. We all need the support. There is no shame in that. Mm -hmm. Go ask for it. The ninth one, I would say, being grateful and having gratitude. Mm -hmm. when, you when, you, when you're grateful, and it means that you're celebrating the small things before the big things. It means that if you have nothing or you have everything, then you are happy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say a, a verse from the Quran that I truly believe in. It's my motto, mm -hmm. which is, if you are thankful, I shall give you more. And I think that's in Islam, but I also think it's a universal law. Mm -hmm. to be grateful to be able to have gratitude and thank and be grateful about every little thing the water you drink I'm so grateful I'm sitting in front of you today mm. I don't know what I've done to be able to be with you here today mm. but I'm grateful and I should feel that way I'm grateful that I've seen you again mm. the last one 
for me. I think that is my favorite. <laughs> Here we go. You, you left the best to last. Yes. <laughs> Believe that there is some greater force is taking care of everything. Mm -hmm. To me, that's Allah. That's to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's metaphor, but I want you to imagine with me just because I also want the listeners to imagine this with me. If you go to a restaurant, and I heard this metaphor before, I'm not creating it, but I loved it. It's mm -hmm. true. If you go to a restaurant today and you order a meal, you never worry how it's done. Mm -hmm. You know it's coming. Do you worry about how the chef makes it? Mm -mm. No. But you know it's coming. And that is what I mean by believe in the creator. That he is going to take care of you. He is going to find out the how. You don't have to figure it out all on your own. But if you set the intentions and go through all those nine things I just shared, that last, be that last bit is the one thing that you don't have to do anything about. Mm. But it's to believe. It's to just give that belief. To feel it. Like, mm -hmm. I believe it like it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And those are my 10 recipes. And you know what I've loved about everything that you shared is mm. that I know we started off saying it's not a one-size-fits-all thing. But what people can use from every single point that you've just made. Serving mm. others with intent, mm. purpose... What do you want? Modesty, curiosity, consistency, balance, mentors, gratitude and belief. Mm. Right. What people can do is use those in their guided meditations, in their journals, mm. whatever they want to do and create their own sub mm. subheadings and subtitles and whatever comes after that, because your yours is different to what mine would be mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. You're not saying that this is the recipe to success for everyone. Mm -hmm. It's just something that has worked incredibly for you. Yes. And for you to sit down and also reflect on an amazing last nine months. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't do that. Mm. You know, years go by because everything's in autopilot. Mm. Everything's moving so quickly. Things are changing so quickly that they don't take a moment to stop and look back. Mm. So apart from this question being asked to you, kind of forcing you to reflect, <laughs> is that a habit that you now want to ensure that you take on moving forward? 100%. It's engraved in me to reflect. I reflect all the time. Sometimes I want to stop. Mm. You know what? You reach a point where you're reflecting on the spot. You reach a point where you see a pattern and then you're like, ah. Oh, I'm living it mm -hmm. at the moment. But um, I encourage everybody to do a reflection every day before they sleep. Mm. I think what's amazing is that you and I speak on social media and yeah. we encourage each other so much. We literally yes. support each other all 100%. the time. And I love that. And I think that it's so important to surround yourself with people that encourage this mm. brightness, this light, this serving others, this intent, everything that you had just gone through. Because sometimes I do find myself dropping levels on, mm. on these kind of things. And the way I am able to bring those levels up is by talking 
to people like you, mm -hmm. you know, is having these conversations with people, whether it's your best friends around a coffee yeah. table, whether it's in a business meeting, just having one small interaction can change the scope of my day. Mm -hmm. How important is it for people to seek others with the same mentality? You know, I heard once you are the five people you spend your time with. Mm -hmm. I... I have to say that it's 100% accurate. When I find myself surrounding my pe myself with people who might not be in the same wavelength as I am, I often saw myself dropping in the things that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And immediately after I understood that that equation, I went into my social media and I started looking at the people I'm following, even the public figures. Who do I really want to be inspired by? Mm -hmm. Who do I really respect and trust and want, aspire to be halfway where they are? Mm -hmm. That's the first thing I did. Second thing, I looked at my school, my, my, my circle of friends. Mm -hmm. The most people I spend my time with. And that was it. I had to cut people off. Not entirely, not mm. completely, but I had to like do some regulating in my relationships. So I still have those people in my life, but I created a rich relationship with people that I truly aspire to be like. Mm -hmm. Or at least I know that I will benefit from them in mm -hmm. at least one area of my life mm -hmm. or at least one cycle of my life, you know, within the circle. Yeah. At least. Now I'm following people who are experts in health because I want to be a healthy person. Mm -hmm. I used to not be a healthy person. I ate junk food all the time. Mm -hmm. And now I want to be a healthy person. So I started following all these health experts. I know that I love Nimi's public speaking skills. You're an amazing communicator. You think I haven't learned from you the past few months. Mm -hmm. I was watching you mm -hmm. and I learned a lot from you. The vibe, the energy, the way you stand and the way you speak. That's only by me following you and consistently mm -hmm. looking at the things that you're doing. And that applies on everything in life. The books you read, the movies you watch, the shows you invest time in, every little thing that you do well is an investment. So whatever you're investing in, mm -hmm. what is the return of investment mm -hmm. that's coming back to you? Yeah. So I agree. I agree with mm -hmm. you. That's so well said because what's interesting about that is, you know, when I don't know Oprah releases an in a huge interview with Harry mm -hmm. and Meghan, for example, when that yeah. came out. Yeah. For me, everyone was watching mm -hmm. Harry and Meghan, mm -hmm. but I was watching Oprah. And it made me even more clear that whoever I want, like seek out the people you want to be like. Exactly. Study them meticulously. Yeah. And you might not take on all of their, mm -hmm. you know, traits or the ways that they do things. Pick the best of everyone mm -hmm. and then you will learn and you will create your own kind of groove with it. Yeah. And one thing you touched on was mentors. Yeah. And that is so important. You yourself uh, are an individual that people look up to. They aspire, you know, to get the accolades that you have been getting. Now, for those seeking to get mentors, I think when we say get mentors, what does that actually mean? Can you break that down for me? So if I see someone that I would love for them to be my mentor, mm -hmm. how do I go about getting to them and 
making it into a relationship where it's where it's beneficial in that sense. Yeah. So mentors are usually uh, subject matter experts and something that you want to develop in. Mm -hmm. Let's say, for instance, I'm getting my coaching license from ICF. So I'm studying that as well. Mm -hmm. I've got part of the certificate. I'm working on my other certificate. And then I had to, I saw a conference that I really liked. Um, and I saw the number one coach is going to be there. There is a, some people from ICF are going to be there. I looked at the attendees. I went there I, and I was a speaker at that conference. And I made sure that I network with these people. So I had an intention, mm -hmm. right? I go there with setting that intention. And then all of a sudden I get an inv invitation to be part of a smaller group of professions, professionals amongst all these super duper coaches mm. and the ICF, uh, some of the ICF uh, members, mm -hmm. key members. So I immediately had their contacts and showed interest and they were very open to become my mentors. So there is not one way of doing it, but it's putting yourself out there to where you want to learn. So I, that worked for me in that in that one way. Mm -hmm. Other way could be that there is a, there is an organization or institute that you can sign up for. And then you, let's say you want to learn certain things in a certain way. And there are mentors that can help you. Mm -hmm. But if there is a specific mentor that you want, go and ask the mentor. And there, you know, social media made it so much easy. <laughs> yeah. Everybody is like a text away. Mm -hmm. LinkedIn mm -hmm. as well. I mean, I don't see myself as a, I still don't see myself as the the mentor. Mm -hmm. I maybe to the youth, yes. So they come to me and they they, but they approach me. Mm -hmm. I get texts on LinkedIn mm -hmm. telling me, "We want your advice on how can I get a job, or how can I present myself very well in an interview, mm -hmm. or some people I don't even know. Most of them I don't know. They shared their CVs with me, telling me, "What do you think of my profile?" And that's, that's mentorship. If I give her one hour of my time or I give him one hour of my time, that's mentorship. Mm -hmm. If there is somebody who's a guru in communication and I want to learn how to become a better communicator, I will text him mm -hmm. and I'll tell him, hey, look, I've seen the way that you're communicating. Love it. Can you please mm -hmm. be my mentor? I'll pay for it. Mm -hmm. And people usually, the gurus, mm -hmm. They love to give. Yeah. But people are afraid to ask. Mm. But there are mentors everywhere around us. Mm. And you're so right. We live in such a small world now. Yeah. It's literally a click away. Yeah. There is no excuse. The worst that could happen is they don't reply or yeah. they reply with a no. At least you've tried. Yes. And you move on and try a different avenue. Yeah. One thing that is so consistent with you, Esra, from when I first met you mm -hmm. through all of your content, through now sitting in front of you today, is this light and ray of positivity. Mm -hmm. And it's the most beautiful thing about you mm -hmm. because everyone has their trials and tribulations. Everyone has the challenges and the tough sides of their journey. And, you know, what you spoke about of the consistency and the balance and the gratitude and the belief it's so poignant for the world that we live in right now. 
But I think it's also important to know that it's okay to not be okay, especially in the business space. And from you being a human, you have these moments as well, I'm sure. And I would love for you to share with us how you overcome these moments and redirect them to positivity. Great. I love the question. Love it. <laughs> so as you said, I'm human. So I go through ups and downs. and I do go through very difficult times. I think the first thing is having self-awareness about what's happening to yourself when you're in the moment. And that cannot happen without you, again, having help to have a coach. I have my own coach, my own mental health coach. And I'm not ashamed to say that I go to her when I need her. Mm-hmm. And I was, I, I've learned to do things differently. I've learned to understand my emotions very well. I understand to learn why I feel the way I feel in the moment, not after the fact. And once I learned how to regulate my nervous system, Mm -hmm. and there are different ways to do that, I catch the pattern and I speak to it. Why are you feeling the way you're feeling? Is it something from the past? Is this real? Is it really that bad? Do you have a solution for it? Can we park it for now if you don't have the solution for it? That's number one. Mm -hmm. So the help with with a coach, regulating your nervous system, speaking to yourself like you're two humans. Mm -hmm. There is the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. So the conscious mind will speak to my subconscious mind. Second thing is to be present. The amount of things that you can park later and then go back to it is enormous. Imagine if I'm speaking to you at this moment, thinking about what, you know, the the plane that I have just uh, almost going to miss <laughs> before coming to you and the fact that I have fl- another flight coming mm-hmm. and that there's so much things that are waiting for me when I go home. I wouldn't be present with you at the moment. So let's handle everything when it comes. Mm-hmm. So being present is very, very important. I think the third thing is to have very positive affirmations. I changed the way I look at myself just by positive affirmations. I asked myself, how do I want to see myself? And I wrote those positive affirmations. And it doesn't have to be like in a fancy way. Mm -hmm. I could say it when they first wake up. I'm closing my eyes. I didn't open it yet. Mm -hmm. And I'll say, today is a great day. It's going to be a great day. Mm -hmm. If I look at myself in the mirror, you look good today. Even during bad hair day, Mm -hmm. today is a good hair day. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's positive affirmations. Sometimes I'm just sitting in a meeting and I'm, telling myself, speaking to myself positively. Last but not least, and I think this is what keeps people maybe not not, um, positive. I mentioned that, which is gratitude. Mm -hmm. The more you have gratitude and the more you're grateful, the more you will learn to be okay. 
when you look at the worst case scenario that ever happened to you, you'll know that was also your best case scenario. And that's, that's part of the regulation as well of your mind. So I'm grateful for everything. I'm grateful for the good. I'm grateful for the bad because also the bad would un will unfold the good. Mm -hmm. And so I have to be in a consistent, grateful manner. Something I also do when I'm not here and now, I meditate mm. or I pray. Mm. And that's what I said about being present. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are different ways of being present, but meditation has very strong way of, you know, mm -hmm. being able to resonate with yourself. Mm. So there is, there is praying or meditation and that works for me mm. a lot mm. just for 10 minutes just for 10 minutes so this, this is what i would say uh staying positive it really recenters you it brings you back to your body doesn't it yeah um you know i think what's interesting is we've now tackled how to regulate your own emotions mm -hmm. but as a leader mm -hmm. there's a lot of pressure to kind of regulate your emotions and then consider others mm. others emotions at the same time yeah this is something i'm sure you handle on a day-to-day -day basis <laughs> yeah how does one do that as a leader no matter what industry they're in we've gone through regulating their emotions they're aware they're present you know they've brought themselves back to their body now they've got to take on other people's emotions where does that come into play and how do you deal with that so that's why not everybody can be a leader. Mm. It's not the job for everyone. And that's a blessing. Not to have this job for everyone. Mm. It's a natural thing. For a leader. A true leader. To be able to be considerate. About managing his or her emotions and others. Or else they're in the wrong role. But that can't happen if the leader doesn't know how to regulate his or her own emotions. You know, I mentioned so many things. If those things, I'll talk about me, mm -hmm. I don't do, then I will not be able to give. If I don't have the right balance, if I don't have the right purpose, if I don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing, if I don't have gratitude, if I don't... If I don't stay in the present, if I, mm -hmm. all those things I mentioned, if I don't do that to myself and I keep myself in a, in a sane situation mm -hmm. and have a healthy mental state, then how can I be able to take on others? Mm -hmm. It's a responsibility yeah. that a leader should take care of themselves mm -hmm. to be able to take care of others. And if there were days that you can't do it, take a break. Mm -hmm. You are not a machine and you're not expected to do this all the time. You need to take a break. And that's what I meant by saying, by balance. Mm -hmm. So create that balance. And then I think everything comes naturally. Mm. You don't always have to do it. But you need to do it for yourself for you to be able to do it for others. And then take a break every once in a while. Because mm. naturally, 
no matter how much you regulate yourself, if you take on so much and you don't take a break, you break. Yeah. And so that's what I think is, uh, that's, 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 that's what I personally feel it works. Mm. If you're not your best, how can you give your best exactly. to others? Exactly. Um, Esra, I am so, so happy we got to have another conversation. <laughs> it's only been nine months since our last one and so much has happened. I feel like we're going to have to get you back for season three. My pleasure. <laughs> uh, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I mean, we could talk for hours, yes. um, <laughs> but we'll just have to get you back next season. You've flown especially from Saudi to be here with us today. Yeah. Um, Ezra Al-Sharif, thank you so much. We wish you the best in all that you do in the coming months and years. We will catch up very, very soon. Thank you once again. Thanks a lot, Nimi. And this was amazing. <laughs> I'm so happy you enjoyed it. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> Women in Leadership brought to you by Heron Code.